Welcome to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. I'm Jennifer Griffith. And I'm Natasha Gaines. As two busy women juggling high profile jobs, family, friends, bills, and everything else life throws our way, we know what it's like to feel stressed out and overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And from personal experience, we also know what it's like to pull ourselves out of that place by using the right skills and tools to get our lives into alignment. Absolutely, we're here to share those same tools with you so that you can also turn your desires into reality. If you're interested in learning more about money and abundance, how to create a better work-life balance, and how to pursue your passions without sacrificing your dreams, then we invite you to join us each week to gain powerful tools to help you succeed in business and life. When money meets soul, magic will happen. Welcome everyone. Today we are joined by Ginny Gain, a law of attraction coach and founder of the company Live Your Truth. Originally from Canada, Ginny now lives in sunny Florida with her wife, two cats, and two dogs. Ginny's mission is to empower others to live to their fullest potential, living with purpose, and creating the life of their dreams. Ginny believes that life is meant to be fun and that we are here to grow and express our our authentic self to the world. And today, Ginny will be speaking with us about the power of emotions in creating abundance and success and living a life on purpose. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you so much for joining us. Woohoo! Good intro. <laughs> so good. Look, you are. I love your mission, and I love that you teach people to live the life of their dreams and live their life on purpose because that's exactly what we're kind of part of our mission and our story is. So, can you just tell us right. more about you and how you got to this point in your life? Yeah, absolutely. And firstly, when I connected with you about the podcast, it was like such an immediate, like, hell yes, these women are on the same path, like same vision. And so it was so, so exciting for me. Um, speaking about the power of emotions, that was actually one of my first introductions to law of attraction. So a lot of people get into this and it's all about like manifesting this and manifesting that, but what Mm -hmm. really changed my life was understanding how our emotions play a role in what we can create for our life. So it was actually, um, I was soloing, uh, doing a solo trip in Australia. I was a 24 or something. And mm-hmm. I came across the book, the, the astonishing power of emotions by Abraham Hicks. And I read mm-hmm. that, like I was on that, you know, when you're in those years of I'm lost, what am I going to do with my life? All and right. It was always very important to me. I guess there was this theme of like not settling in my life. Like I didn't want to settle in love. I wanted to find the true love. I wanted to do what I love and I'm passionate about in this world. Mm -hmm. And this was like the answer for me. It was like, oh my gosh, this is, this makes so much sense. And it was a total like opening and getting to experience that. And then my life totally took a new, I'm not going to say like a drastically different path, but I became empowered. You know, Mm -hmm. I knew I could create the life I want. So so exciting. That's so wonderful. That's so awesome. And how long ago was that, that this all started? Well, honestly, I started to learn the power that our thoughts have and the power of our mind when I was like nine years old. I was pretty lucky about that um, and visualization and things like that. And then I didn't, come into law of attraction till I was about 24. So that's like, uh, wait, when was it? It it gets lost over 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that was a game changer. 
Yeah, I love it. I think the power of attraction or the law of attraction and the power of the law of attraction got a lot of traction when the book, The Secret came out, right? And it has Mm -hmm. so many powerful takeaways, so many good and strong points. There's also a lot in there that's a bit eh, careful, guys. So there's a lot of misinterpretation when it comes to the law of attraction. Do you agree? Yeah. Oh my God, so much. So what, Mm -hmm. what do you think are some of the biggest items that people like, I'm going to flip this around for a second, have some fun. So like, what is your guys understanding of it? Of the law of attraction? Yeah. So, well, if you go off of the secrets, Mm -hmm. you know, the book and the, the documentary, it makes it seem as though what you think will happen. So you just sit, think no big deal, you know, sit on your couch all day long, whatever you think eventually will come. That is not true or the truth I know, right? And Tasha, I know you agree because we've talked about this numerous times. So the law of attraction for me is, yes, thoughts become things, but they have to be backed up by emotion and action. Tasha, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think it's a little different too. I think that we all are living the life that we've created. So you've created this life, whether for good, for bad, better, or worse, whatever it is, you also have the power to change it at any time, right? Um, So, and I've actually, and I've mentioned this before, but I have a girlfriend that's always just like, well, nothing ever goes right in my life. She's like, so I I just don't think manifestation works for me. And (laughs) sure it does, just not in the way you want it to. So, I mean, yeah, to kind of add on to what Jen is saying, you can't just, and I mean, this has been said numerous times, in numerous ways by numerous people, but you can't just think something and then sit back on your sofa, you know, eat a sandwich and hope it comes to you. You've got to put in the work as well, but you also have to feel that emotion too. I mean, I find that if I want something, if I want to draw something into my life, the fastest way for me to do that is to feel it, feel the the actual motion of it being in my life, right? So, um, so I think that sometimes maybe why we call into our life a lot of things that we don't necessarily want, because we don't even realize that we're sort of you know we've we've attached oh, our energy towards the uh, problem rather than the solution, say. So right on, it's all about emotion. Like the biggest thing that was missing in the secret is emotion and not only emotion, vibration and energetic Mm -hmm. frequency of your emotion. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I do like to challenge this a little bit. So I, it is possible for you to sit on your couch and manifest millions of dollars, but it's not very likely because you're not likely going to have that same energy, right? So it is the energy and the emotion that we're feeling that the law of attraction is responding to and reflecting back to us in life. Mm -hmm. So if someone can get them into a place, but it's just not very likely that that's going to happen because sitting on a couch and and doing nothing isn't satisfying. There's no satisfying Mm -hmm. for for most people. It's no satisfying journey. And that's, we want what we want for the journey. I know it's like the whole you know, you're in it for the journey and enjoy the journey, but like our desires are so important for us. They call us to them, but we only want what we want because of how we think it's going to make us feel. So when we know that, when we know it's, it's not about obtaining the person or the million dollars or the, you know, perfect body, but that we give ourselves the space to have that desire and want it, then Mm -hmm. we can be present on the path 
to stepping into that person. So we have those dreams and desires to pull us toward becoming that person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So what's a, what's the best place for someone to start? Cause we do, you know, people, a lot of people are lazy, not our listeners because they <laughs> tend to be overachievers and, you know, on this path of like success, but I mean, we've all been there, right? We all just want something to happen. We just don't have the energy. So we sit on the couch and we think, and yeah, if we're not aligned with it, it's not going to happen, but what's a good place to start for whatever, wherever you are in the path, whether you're at the beginning and you don't know exactly what you want, or you're this kind of, um, you know, expert manifester, what's a good place to start or a good step to take to put you on the right like, path? Yeah. I mean, to add to that, do you subscribe to that idea that maybe you should start small? Because I've heard that often, right? Like if you want sort of to prove to yourself that you can get, you know, better things or the things that you want in your life, start with something really small, then it just sort of well, let me talk to Jen's question first. So the, the one thing that you never stop having to do is paying attention to how you're feeling, mm-hmm. is having an awareness of your feelings. No matter if you're brand new, that is the best place to start is just asking yourself, oh, how am I feeling right now? Okay, what's showing up? Okay, how am I, what am I thinking? How does that feel? What am I thinking? How does that feel? You have to develop this self-awareness to know what you're putting out, what you're communicating to the universe in order Mm -hmm. to understand that, oh shit, when I feel this, I get red, all the red lights, I Mm -hmm. get stuck in traffic, blah, blah, blah. So that's always a place to start. And when you've done it for 20 years, you still have to pay attention to how Mm -hmm. you feel. It's just, but you get, it's way easier. But you don't ever, we don't ever get to stop being deliberate in our life. That is like the beauty of being a conscious human being. We get to choose, we get to direct thought and focus. And then to answer your question, Tasha, starting, start with whatever feels exciting. Cause that might be small for some people, but it might be big for others. Right. Yeah. There is like you do as you're leveraging this and learning to trust yourself and learning to trust how this works, you do have to build up your belief in that. And so that Mm -hmm. does help to like start, start with something that you do believe you can manifest and you can step into an experience you want to create. And then that does help build that momentum. Definitely. So what do you think, because this kind of correlates with what you're talking about with emotions and thoughts. And so I've noticed that if I'm having a particularly fantastic day, right, and I stop in the moment, I can remember to stop in the moment and just think, oh, you know, this is awesome. When I do that, I find that more of that, more of those events start to happen. Okay, let me pause you for a sec. I want to explain why. So where attention goes, energy flows. So in that moment, when you stop, and you acknowledge, wow, this feels great. Look at all this stuff. You're giving more attention in a very purposeful way to that great feeling, to the things you want. So more attention, more energy, a, a more response from the law of attraction. Right. And so then if you keep doing that and you keep kind of generating more of that positivity in your life, does that not then by default raise your vibration, which then puts you in a better space to manifest the things that you're looking to do? hundred percent or want. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Stop in the moment and smell the flowers. People. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier to. So one of the ways we do this wrong, a lot of people do it wrong is trying to fix problems. 
right? So your focus is on the problem and what's going wrong. If you just did what Tasha said and like when catch yourself when things are going great and like start to like be this is awesome. I love this. I love this. This is great feeling. I love this energy. That's the best way to create a shift, a long-term yeah. shift. Yeah. Can we go back? So Tosh, you're a friend who doesn't think anything ever goes her way and she can't manifest anything and is probably a negative Nancy. She's manifesting. She's manifesting all over the place. It's not the shit she wants. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you say to someone like that? Because I come across these people all the time or they're like, no, no, I'm super positive. But half the time you're talking to them, they're bitching about everything. And you're like, oh, I don't think so. So what do you I love it when I get those clients. (laughs) What do you tell them? Like, how do they then take the shift? Because it's a mindset shift that they're not aware of yet. They think they're positive and, or they think they can't manifest anything, but they are, it's just not what they want. What do you tell them? Okay. So this isn't probably going to be what you're expecting, but it's not your job to change them. Yeah. So as leaders in this and people who are aware of this, it's not something you force on someone else. You can't change someone else. You can only be the example. You can only be the leader. And when we have that thought that, oh, they're doing it wrong or they should be doing it different, that actually brings more resistance into our own path. So to yeah. what is the, the most powerful way to help that person is to give them the space to be where they're at, is to yeah. let them be where they're at, to give them that freedom because we all need, we all have stuff on our path and we don't want to be changed. And until we do, then we're open until, so until, until that person's saying, why is your life going so great? Then you're like, oh, well, I started paying attention to how I was feeling, or this is how I do that. This is how I approach that. Yeah. I like that you said that because I tend to be one of these people who, if there's a problem, find a solution. So I'm a fix it kind of person. And I do that with the people closest to me too. So, and in fact, just last night having a conversation and it was negative thoughts. I'm like, no, no, instead of that, just every time you think of them, just send them love and light. You know, that's all you have to do. So, and I never thought that, yeah, if that's not my journey, that's theirs, you know? So I do try to fix them in what I, you know, the best way I can. But I like that you said that because it's true. We just have to let them be and lead by example. Lead by example, right? It will be a game changer in your relationships. Yeah. 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 So I need to not be so controlling. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) we're still working on it still tricky thing to learn (laughs) but but sometimes I like to think about it from the opposite way like if you think think of yourself in some sort of struggle that you've been in and when you're not ready for the answer and someone's like you should do this you're like screw you like no (laughs) shut up yeah shut it up you know and so what we really want when we're in that space is we want to feel accepted for who we are. Yeah. So let's give other people that space, you know? Yeah. 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 That's such a good point. So what about the naysayers, the people who don't, they want something, they have big visions and they have big dreams, but they just don't believe that they can achieve them. Mm -hmm. What happened? What do we say to them? you stop trying to fix people. Uh-huh. What <laughs> do I say not anything? say to them? What do I lead and what do I okay. show them by my yes. actions? That's an amazing question. So when you have, when you observe those people, 
holding the space for them. Like what if they're perfectly where they're meant to be on their path yeah. or um, just acknowledging that they're where they're meant to be and that it's okay that they don't believe it yet, you know? Um, but I think there's a big, there's a big switch when you're really being this conscious and I'm going to, I used to want to do something about vibrational leadership. It hasn't like come to terms yet, but it's, um, I mean, it hasn't manifested yet, but it's in my work. And I think it's just reminding yourself of that. Like, again, it's not my job to fix them, yeah. or change them and, and you don't have to. So like naysayers of the law of attraction, like literally are not on my radar at all because it's not my job. I don't need, I'm not here to convince people this is the right way of life. Mm -hmm. I did have to learn that because I'm like, why would anyone struggle when you can have all this ease and fun? Right, yeah. But it's not, there's so many right paths. There's so many right paths. And so if someone's attracted to this one, then that's great, but there's no need to push what we think is best on anyone else. Mm -hmm. I think you'd be surprised at how much you influence other people just by stepping back and not telling them what to do, but just like you said, leading by example and just doing your own thing. For some reason, this, I was just thinking of this scenario um, a couple years ago, really good friend. So I'm a big sager, right? Ah, I get out of a relationship. I'm sage and I'm sage and I sage all over the place, right? And I have a girlfriend that's just like, oh my goodness. And <laughs> she was just like, remember she said to me one time, you ever pull that stage bullshit on me or whatever and I was just like I don't care I can do what I want well then one day she goes through a particularly bad breakup and she phones me and she's like can you come over here and stage my place and stage me and <laughs> exactly and now she stages all the time and I mean I know it's simplistic but it is kind of that yeah. concept right so I just I went about opening. doing my thing it didn't force it on her right wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I, it was in the first like couple months I was living with my now wife and I had like saged the house and she came home and she's like, were you smoking pot? Why is it hot boxed in here? That's hilarious That's because they have the same thing with my husband. Like my husband started, like he's not woo woo. He's not into this. He's very intuitive though, but you know, they tend to block it off and I've crystals everywhere. I've sage everywhere. So, you know, I'm always saging. And now he'll be the one who does the same thing. Like That's if we so have a lot funny. of people at our house and the energy is just kind of high and a little exhausting, can we sage before we go to bed? So yeah, we just, <laughs> we just had a bunch of family over and it was great fun and great energy, but it was loud and it was <laughs> exhausting. And so we saved the whole house. It was probably 1030 at night, you know, it's That's just amazing. Yeah. Hey everyone, did you ever wish you had a friend who was constantly supporting your dreams to make more money, pursue your passions, or live a more relaxed lifestyle? Well, here we are. Success, financial freedom, balance, whatever you want to create in your life, you can have it, and we're sharing the tools to help you get there. That's right, because sometimes all it takes to achieve your goals is a tribe of people cheering you on, and we're here to do just that for you. Yes, we are. When you join our tribe, every week you'll receive powerful tools to help you achieve financial freedom, Create a better work-life balance and pursue your dreams. For only $5.55 a month, you'll receive access to affirmations, mantras, guided meditations, EFT tapping sessions, articles, and tip sheets that all specifically focus on money and abundance, work-life balance, and passion and success. That's a whole lot of stuff. It is. If you visit inthelifeofzen.com to subscribe and join our tribe today.
it's such a power. It's one of the most powerful ways I think concepts we can apply to so many areas of life is to make the priority to be who we are. Like, and I call it standing in your truth. You stand in your truth and you just don't worry about what everyone else is doing because Mm -hmm. we are all way too concerned with what everyone else is doing. If we would just take care of ourselves, which is the only person we can take care of, the only person we have control over, you can't make people feel things. The feeling always comes from within us. So taking care of what we can control and what we're responsible for that is a part of such like a bigger vision. And I'm sure for you guys too, like helping nurture conscious individuals will create a conscious whole. And that's, it has to come from individuals. The society is not going to change unless we do, mm-hmm. unless individuals do. Yeah. Yeah. So the individuals that come to you and they try to control the outcome. Yeah. They don't, right? they don't have a lot of luck. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So how do you influence them to mm-hmm. try that? Because, you know, for, and look, I get it for, for us as professional women, we have goals, right? We're looking at three to five years in order to get to those goals. We have plans in place. There's things we have to do, but there is a level of letting go, right? We know what that outcome is, but we have to let go. So when you have those people who are trying to force it and are trying to make it happen, what do you, how do you show them or what, how do you educate them to let go? Yeah. I mean, that's a big question because it's a process. So it, one of the ways people get law of attraction wrong is they try to do too much at once. They try to shift too much at mm-hmm. once, go mm-hmm. from feeling. So we coming back to the, the core of it is how you feel about everything or anything. Um, but they try to go from feeling so stressed out or anxious about something to feeling excited and joyous about it. Like there's a process and generally it takes time for us to gradually move through that. Not a lot of time, like weeks, you know? Um, But the thing that helps people the most is if you can be disciplined in your focus, so much more happens inside of us in our focus than it does outside of us. So how do those goals feel? That's like the first place to start. And Mm -hmm. when you think of your goals in three to five years, how do they feel to you now? Because how they feel to you now will determine A, the path of the unfolding and the result, the outcome. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I really enjoy this quote of, there's never a happy ending to an unhappy journey. So if you force and struggle and work and you work and you work, and then you, you get to your goal, you're like, okay, great. That goal feels awesome for, I don't know, a week, a month. (laughs) And then, but because you haven't changed, your world is going to go back to what your normal dominant, I call it, you know, your dominant vibration where your normal feeling is at. Mm -hmm. You just can't change your world without changing yourself. Because your life is a reflection of who you're being. Mm -hmm. 
So can we take this like a a bit of a baby step? So say for instance, somebody, (laughs) somebody uh, really, they're, they're stuck in a job, for instance, that they don't want, and they have been you know, applying all over the place and just nothing seems to be changing and they're remaining positive and all the good things, but still nothing's changing. What, what's missing there? Like what, what are they missing? Is there something they can do? Oh yeah. hundred percent. So, you know, I'm going to just actually give a practical something to do because this will help. The first thing is always awareness. Like, so for them to understand if nothing's changing, all it means is they are thinking thoughts that are on both sides of it, thoughts that do feel good and thoughts that don't feel good. So I would get this person to write out, okay, what are the thoughts about my new career or my current job? Both of those things like work, the subject of work, what are the thoughts that feel good on the other side of the page? What are the thoughts that feel bad Mm -hmm. now? Mm -hmm. What most people will find is like, oh, thoughts that feel bad. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. This sucks. I don't like this. What are the thoughts that feel good? I make money. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So, generally, like when we actually take a look at what is easy, what the easiest thoughts for us to access about a subject, we're like, oh shit, I do have a lot of these. I'm focused way more on what I don't want. And so that's why wouldn't, it wouldn't be changing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense to me. Mm -hmm. And isn't this interesting, you know, when you think about the law of attraction, there's so much I've read where it's, and Tasha, you and I've talked about this, where when you say you want a new job, you're unhappy in the job that you're in, you still have to give gratitude for the job that you're in. Right. But a lot of people think, well, if I do that, I'm just going to attract more of the job that I'm in and I'm never going right. to get that other job. So can yeah. you talk to us a little bit about that? Like, what's the power in that? And I know it's, you know, you, the more energy, like you're going to be in the flow, but how do you get someone from knowing that's what you have to do to attract that next job for you? Yeah. Um, it's so funny. Cause it happens all the time. Like, I don't want to like my body the way it is. Cause I, I want to change it. I don't want to like, yeah. like my job because I want it. I want to make sure the universe knows I don't want this, you know, mm-hmm. right. so all of that's focused on what you don't want. Um, and it's actually super simple. So think about coming to the basic principle of the law of attraction is like energy attracts like energy, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you can get yourself into a place of appreciation, no matter the subject, you'll attract other things, experiences, thoughts, ideas that are a match to appreciation. And so the re does that, that make sense, right? That's the mm-hmm, answer, mm-hmm. right? You get mm-hmm. yourself to the energy that you want more of the thing. Well, I was just going to say, it reminds me of positive dog training. Because it, I mean, it does, it, it's just it reminding me of like, you have a dog, you're trying to train it. And instead of punishing it for the things that you don't want it to do, you reinforce and encourage it the times that it does do something well. And then what you'll find is it does the things that you want it to do well more often. Yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. It's a perfect analogy. Actually, <laughs> Can you tell I'm raising a puppy right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just applying all this. Kind of training. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so the, 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 what's missing for most people is they don't trust, they don't understand 
that their emotions create their reality. So if you don't know that you are not going to appreciate your job because why on earth would you do that? doesn't make make logical sense until Mm -hmm. you know this, until you've seen it work in your life. And these shifts happen so quickly, like within one or two weeks, I'm working with a couple right now and he was, wants to get away from work and he wants to, you know, create the financial freedom. And we did two weeks of focusing. (laughs) It was the exact same thing. I'm like, you got to appreciate your work. And he's like, really, I hate it. And he couldn't find anything. We, and then together we came up with a long list and he found Mm -hmm. things throughout the two weeks, more and more and more. Then he got sent home from work magically you know, it is, it's a COVID thing, but now he's had the best two weeks of his, in a long time because he's at home and he has more freedom and the lifestyle he wants. That was not by accident, you know, it gets you what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So just to backtrack for a second, just because I'm curious, how did you discover and kind of identify with this and and figure it out at such a young age? Nine's awfully, awfully young. Well, I didn't, I mean, my, it was my credit, everything to my parents who put me into some sort of mind training course to help with like sports and school. Like I remember visualize, I was a soccer and basketball player and visualize running down the field and scoring a goal. Mm -hmm. And I freaking did it. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But that, but I didn't come into the law of attraction until like Right. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Yeah. But you were familiar at a young age with that visualization. I've heard that a lot when it comes to sports, when I go to do something, um, something physical that maybe requires a little bit of courage, you know, um, Jen knows I'm totally into all that sort of flip myself out of an airplane, whatnot. I always envision it going smoothly and having a great time, like before I do it. Right. So yeah. Your mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and imagined. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And like we, I just read something the other day, this is like a little bit off topic, but we credit Einstein for being so ridiculously smart, right? Like a genius, an intellectual genius. But when you look into his life and where he got these ideas, how they came to him, it was in imagination. It was in that Mm -hmm. other place Mm -hmm. that that we don't talk about that there's a connection there. and, And there's, there's two kinds of geniuses and we don't access the intuitive or the imaginative genius enough. We need to balance that more. So what would you say? Cause sometimes I'll, this is especially when I'm working out at the gym and I'm super bored. I have these, I have this playlist that's specifically for working out. And what I do is there's songs in there that if I were a different person could actually sing spectacularly, I'd be karaoke on the stage yeah. somewhere or skiing for my audience. So right. sometimes there are certain songs that I just have this whole scenario of me and some people I know putting on like a whole show to like a, a giant crowd of people. And if I envision that enough, I find that some like um, similar things show up. Now the yeah. exact scenario doesn't show up, but something very similar. And it's kind of, it's almost spooky. And do you, <laughs> so is that sort of, I mean, do you think it, if you did it even more, it would show up almost pretty exactly? It's not, it doesn't quite work like that. It really depends on your desires. Like, okay. so you're, whatever you're feeling in your, in your, whenever you're feeling while you're having that imagination is what you're going to attract things similar to that. Yeah. You yeah. might attract specifics if that's like what you want, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's the energy of what you're imagining that you're going to attract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's so powerful. And I think that's something we need to start. I love that your parents started and it was through sports. I think anyone mm-hmm. can start young, right? There's so many books now. I mean, Hay House has a ton of books on the art of manifesting and visualization and affirmations. And I'm that aunt that buys all my nieces and nephews books and they're probably going to hate mm-hmm. me, but I buy them those kind of books in hopes that if we start them young, like they can achieve anything they want to achieve that, you know, they can have positive self-talk, you know, and it's getting really ingraining that message in their system early on because they're the ones who do it best, right? Kids are so easy at playing and imagining things. And if they just keep that going, because at some point for most adults, maybe not all of us, we're kind of told to stop or society does not make it acceptable, right? To play and to dream the way we did as kids. That's exactly what this is. It's imagining, it's visualizing, it's putting the thought process into it. And it's, yeah, it's being. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just creating feel good. So at the very least, you feel good. You're creating positive. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, feelings, the, emotions. Yeah. The most powerful way to teach your kids too. again, I know I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm on repeat, but it's to be the example, Yeah. right? As mothers, it is more important that we pay attention to our our own self-talk than it is to telling our kids to think positive about themselves Mm -hmm. because they're going to do what you do and they're going to feel what you're feeling more than they're going to listen to what you're saying to them. Mm -hmm. So being Mm -hmm. the example of loving ourselves, being the example of taking time for ourselves because we prioritize our self-care and we want that for them you know, for them to stand up for themselves. Okay. So that's important for us to set boundaries and stand up for ourselves. It's so transferable like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is a very powerful messaging. Now, if you had, I mean, there's so many good tips and tools here, but if you just had three takeaways for listeners and when it comes to the law of attraction, (laughs) what would three things be? Okay. So the first most important one is whatever you want, you can have it. Like you have the power, forget about if you don't know how, or you don't know the way, or you don't even part of you doesn't think it's possible. We have the power to create everything and anything we want. So that's number one, just like knowing, acknowledging, like, what if, what if I could have this? What if it could be the way I wanted? Mm -hmm. Number two would be, that feeling bad is not getting it wrong, that all of our emotions are important and that don't beat ourselves up. (laughs) That'll stop you in your tracks. That'll be the, the biggest thing that gets in people's way is our self judgment Mm -hmm. of I'm doing it wrong. I should be better in a myriad of different areas. Number three, I mean, if you do those first two, you're like on your way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, being easy with yourself. Number three is a takeaway is I think I'm just going to follow that up with like, be easy on yourself. And we're not here to get it perfect. Mm -hmm. Like I can't stress enough how we're the only ones getting in our way of everything we want. And if we can learn to trust ourselves and create that space for believing in ourselves and what we want, you will be guided. 
-hmm. There's a Mm -hmm. whole, Mm -hmm. the energy that whatever force makes a baby grow inside a woman without any conscious effort, we have access to that, that intelligence that's guiding us. We all have that. And so you can trust that you can rely on that and you can, you can learn to trust that it obviously doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. that's especially powerful because sometimes we also have to trust in the universe, a higher power, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the timing is just not right. There yeah. are things that I wanted and try to, you know, visualize and manifest years ago that didn't happen. But looking back, what a gift that that didn't happen, because if it would have, I would have missed out on all of these opportunities that have gotten me to where I am today. So sometimes it's, you know, you just have to give yourself grace. It's like, okay, it didn't happen. There's a reason for it. I'm just going to let it go. I still want it and I'm still going to work for it. And in due time, it'll come, but look at all these amazing gifts I've been given since then. Yes. I think it's kind of what of what you've said too, that I, that's really zinging through my head that I find is important is we, I, we need to kind of get honest with ourselves about why we want what we say we want, mm-hmm. because if what we really want is how, when fill in the blank, when we get it makes us feel, then let's get honest with, well, is that what you really want? Or do you just want to feel this way? Because maybe there's, you know, yeah. There's another exactly. way of getting that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most powerful. So that's mm-hmm. the first thing. Like if you want something, you got to ask yourself, how does it make you feel? That is how mm-hmm. you know. That's like the first step in getting that clarity. How does it make you feel? Um, and that's a great question. Okay. Why, what do I want? Why do I want it? Mm-hmm. That right. will give you yeah. clarity all along the path. And it really, when you ask yourself why you want something, in that moment, you're focusing on that, you're activating the energy of it. You know, why do I want to make what, you know, a lot of people want to win money. (laughs) Just Yeah. Yeah. Why do I want to win money? Yeah. Um, freedom, right. Right. You want it because it's going to give you freedom. Okay. Why, what are you going to do? I'm going to go on this vacation. I'm going to have more time with my kids. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to do that. And so in, in your answering of the question, why, you are in that moment activating the energy of the thing you want. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you when you keep it general of focusing on the energy, you're now opening up the possibilities for the all the ways the universe can deliver that because there's n- there's not just one. And when we get so focused on one, then we're actually like cutting ourselves off from all the possibilities of how it could happen. It usually makes our our um, journey more more of a struggle basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We always talk about the power of having like a morning ritual or any morning night, whatever, but part of that is giving living in gratitude or sitting in gratitude. Mm -hmm. And we tend to write down things we're grateful for. And I recently bought a book that, you know, had three things you're grateful for, but after that, it says, why, why are you grateful for the things above? And that's such, I've never, you know, usually I just write in a journal, all the things I'm grateful for, but I've never then followed it up with why. So it just makes you go Mm -hmm. a little bit further and, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh. And then you think of the 10 more things you could write, you know? And so I love that. That's the thing. It's okay. This is what I want. Why this is what I'm grateful for. Why this is what I visualize. And this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to accomplish why and then only do the things that feel good if something doesn't feel good at least for me it's like okay it's not my time i'm going to shift you know shift my focus so you know why that's 
more powerful is because when you ask why now you're into the feeling of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So you yeah. just, you're now you're communicating with the universe versus yeah. I'm grateful for, we can rhyme off a list, but we're not connected to it Mm -hmm. because there's no emotion there. When you bring in the emotion to your gratitude, you are a million times more powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I think that's really powerful. This has been so great. Tasha, do you have, I have two more questions. Do you have any more? Um, no, I don't think so. Not off the top of my head. Not at the moment. I'm sure. We talked to you guys forever. It's I know. I know. I feel like this is this is like that four hour dinner conversation that's just yeah. gonna keep on going and going. Yeah, yeah. But we like to ask everyone if um our our guests if you have a mantra and affirmation that you say to yourself on a regular basis, and if so, are you willing to share that with us? No, it's secret. (laughs) I guess I do and no. (laughs) So I have a lot I use, but one of my favorite, one of the ones I use with my clients that's like, it's very effective is I don't have to figure this out right now. So that really, because oftentimes a lot of our stress and what gets us out of our feeling good place is like, I got to figure that out. I got, I'm worried about this. I don't know what's going to happen. And so if we release that, like, I don't have, what if I didn't have to figure that out right now? And we're just saying like for this minute, you can feel the release there. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that really like in that moment, then you're being deliberate about choosing how you focus. So you know how you feel um, mm-hmm. and you'll be guided to a better feeling thought. So I really, I love that one. And then I'll just share one more. Like everything is always working out for me, I guess is maybe an affirmation, but more just a belief. Like when you tune in to, I believe everything is working out for me. I believe everything's always working out for me. Even if I can't see it, if I don't understand it, I do. And that's very foundational to me. It's been so core getting me through lots of things um, because I so solidly know that or believe that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Janine, if individuals want to learn more about you, if they want to follow you, if they want to work with you, where can they find you? Really simple, just my name, ginnygain.com. That's my website or on Instagram, same thing, ginnygain, G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E. Thank you for listening to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. We hope you're feeling inspired to take control of your finances, create balance, and live your best life. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know anyone else who would benefit from this content, spread the love by taking a snapshot of this podcast, sharing on social media, and tagging in the life of Zen. And stay tuned for more from In the Life of Zen. Visit us at inthelifeofzen.com and follow us on social media at In the Life of Zen.